Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Tyra. Oh, our light is on, so we don't have to worry about that. Let's check that off the list. It is recording. Check. Audio recording. Check. Okay, I think we are ready to continue. <laughs> We've been doing this for how long, and we still be having technical difficulties. It's not, it's not even us, though. It's like, not. I'm it's doing it's the, the technology that likes to freeze, likes to act stupid. Like, God bless. But anyways, it's July. We had a good July 4th weekend. We did a lot on the weekend. My sister came to visit. We didn't do anything on the actual 4th, but that's okay duty calls hmm. but um yeah we spent the weekend with my sister she lives up north and we talked a lot about siblings last week but when people meet my sister they're like oh yeah look alike oh yeah look alike or like you guys talk the same or like so she went to the college that i went to and i was working there when she was a freshman um, and people were like, oh, my God, like, that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, totally gassing your it. sister. I'm like, you guys are gassing it. Why? I don't it's know. It's weird because people tell me that me and my brother look alike, too. And I, me and my brother resemble each other, but I don't think we look, you know, that much alike. But I get, like. But um, you guys have the same mom and dad. Well, yeah. But I look more like my mom than anything, so. But people be telling me like I look like I resemble my cousins. They're like, oh yeah, I could see it. I and I was like, that. I could see that. I don't. You guys have like the thick eyebrows and like the same like lip size. What cousins we talking about? Cause now I'm like confused. Both of them. Who's both of them? I got a lot of cousins. I know they all have kids. <laughs> Not the funny one though. Not the one that she be cracking me up. I mean, they're all funny, but you know what y'all talking about. Okay. She look, she's like really white. Um, How? I don't know her I don't name. Know. You know who it's I'm okay. talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the. Oh, shit. I don't look. We don't resemble each other. That's why I said. Oh, Not her. The, Not her. I don't think neither one of them. Okay. We got to put pictures up if we're going to talk about these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, in this episode... We're going to kind of be all over the place because we're going to answer questions that you guys had for us. We put a post up a while ago asking like what you guys want to listen to and like questions that you guys wanted us to answer other than family meeting questions. So we're going to kind of go over those questions. Um, for some of them, we're not going to dive too deep into it because we've had actual like episodes on those topics. So we're just going to refer you to those episodes and to listen to those um, but the first question is, how to navigate a world where it's only you and your partner with little to no family support? So this, I feel like for the straight community, this is something that at times I don't have to worry about. But for people who are gay in the gay community, unfortunately, we go through a lot of like rejection from like family, from friends, a lot from family. And unfortunately, a lot of gay couples go through life without having like that family support, that financial support from your family. And it, it sucks because it's like, it's a hard world out here, mm -hmm. you know? I agree. I haven't personally experienced the like, no, like little to no family. I have a fairly sized family from 
my dad's side at least. My mom's side is pretty small. But all in all, I think um, in the time where they didn't really know, I think like even then I didn't experience the like non-support of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have dated or been in a relationship with someone, not necessarily that didn't have the support of their family, um, like in terms of our relationship or them coming out, but more so just a, a support from their family, period. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I've dated people who just didn't have, who had that little to no family, period. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that can be a little difficult, um, especially when you're in a relationship with that person, only because you kind of take on the responsibility of being the only support in like, which I feel like I've said this in an episode before where it's like your family becomes their family. And obviously as a partner, you want to share that with your partner. Um, but then it's just like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it creates um, like just a, I don't know like a, a tough space because it's just like you don't want to throw your family in your partner's face but you're also trying to share your family with them mm -hmm. and when your partner doesn't have that that family or safe space of their own they kind of just like they still never feel like it, they're a part of that and they kind of always try to find a way to make you know their family I guess to be that way I don't know it's rough what if Neither of them have that support, though, from their family. I've had friends who kind of dealt with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess the, from what I've experienced and seen them, they, you know, just navigate a life without the family support or a family period by kind of creating their own version of a family that they want with the friends that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, f I feel like you kind of have to create your own family. And that comes with like friends, friends yeah. who basically like become family. Um, and that that like involves putting yourself kind of out there or like making friends with your coworkers. Like you'd be surprised the friendships that you make with coworkers. Like I know Jojo has a lot of friends that she's met through her job. And like I have as well people that I've worked with years ago where we got super close and still to this day, like we hang out still. Um And I feel like, I feel like it's hard to kind of give our input when we've never experienced this. Like, we're very blessed to say that our family supports us. They've always supported us. Um, we've, talk, we've talked about it all the time here. So I feel like it, to give you guys advice, it's a little bit difficult because we've never been in a situation where we had no support. Um But, but what I can say, like you, you know, make those friends, put yourself out there, um, know who is really there for you. Because I feel like there are some friends that, I don't know, they're just not. They're there for the good time. They're yeah, not there they're for just, like, right. Like, you know. they're just there to party. And that's cool. Like, sometimes you got to separate them. Like, not everyone's a, like a true real friend who you could really call like your sister, your brother, you know, all of that. Um, so, Yeah. Um, I don't know if the other thing I want to say is like, I don't know if they met um, the family support regarding like financial support, because mm -hmm. I feel like that's also tough. Um, 
And we could sit here and just be like, you got to grind, you got to work, you got to do this, you got to do that. But I think what's important is that you find something that you kind of enjoy. Because no one's going to love their job. Like I feel when people say like, when you know, you just got to find a job that you love and that you'll never work a day in your life. I kind of disagree with that because I feel like I work in a job that I love now, but there are days, like I told you, where I'm like, ugh. Like, this is not it. Like, I'm trying to leave already. Um, you just got to find, like, good people there, too, as well, where you can grow and maybe get a promotion and things like that. And really just, like, like budget your, you know, your expenses and things like that. There's a lot of apps out there that help you. There's a lot of people, like YouTube, TikTok, that talk about, like, financial wellness and, like, how you should be managing your money and stocks and all of that stuff. That's really confusing. Mm-hmm, for real. <clears throat> the other question they ask is how to build with your partner and take those next steps as far as living together, sharing finances, etc. And how to handle that adjustment if it's not if it's not just you anymore. So I remember that towards the end of an early, early episode, episode 14 called the baby gaze someone asked us a question regarding like moving out um and we talked a little bit about like all the stuff that goes into like going into an apartment when it comes to like the security deposit the first month's rent all of those things um and then we also made an episode on u-hauling and that episode is number 18 um and it's called unpacking the u-haul where we kind of talked about like what it was like when we moved in together and we we had like an argument on the first day. We we talk about that too on the, <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> you remember? No. You remember? No. <laughs> it, listen, one thing is for certain is moving is not fun. It's a stressful time period. So we didn't just I mean, it was stupid the arg- argument. It was it was just annoyance, really, because we were doing a lot. But whatever, we're still here, and then spend two years. Yeah. Um, all in all, mm-hmm. and like she said, those two episodes are up there. But um, we talk about like our experience moving in, and then like how we ended up coming down to terms and sharing our finances together, mm-hmm. as well as like making sure that we also have our finances individually, you know, balanced and controlled. Yeah. Um, Because I think that that's important too. Mm -hmm. I feel like some people get a little confused and think, okay, we're together now. Everything has to be, you know, hand in hand. Um, But I think it's important for you to, yes, have a a shared account Mm -hmm. to do your bills and whatever it is that you guys want to share together, but to also have your own, um, of course set aside, you know? Yeah. I have a bunch of accounts. And then when we started dating, I had suggested, no, when we moved in together, right. That's when I, yeah, I had suggested like, maybe we should open like a banking account together. That's just like for bills. So in this account, it's just like what we pay for rent, which is like the biggest expense, and like electricity, internet, the dogs, insurance, even groceries. So like I basically did some math of, of like I looked back and, and saw like what, how much money do we usually spend? 
And then I exaggerated a little bit. That way that account is never at like zero because yeah, that would be tragic. Because it's on automatic payments. Mm-hmm. So it's like if there's no money in there, it's a problem. But sometimes um, it feel like, damn, like I'll just put two paychecks in here and it's a little slim. Like Yeah, that's what we use. It's to like call- you never catch up or mm-hmm. there's never there's never like there's some extra, but it's never like, damn, we got extra. No, no, no. Yeah, I think it's like sometimes we overspend a little too much on certain things like groceries i would say the most and like it's just like we I like ain't mad about it no me neither because like we be eating the expensive protein shit the quest chips the quest bars the what is it the pre the pre-workout drinks all of that shit be adding up they do but at the end of the day i think that that comes from <laughs> that comes from like childhood like not what? being able to get what you wanted when you wanted it yeah, yeah, no. I and mean, like I, now you're like, I mean, in all actuality, if you come to our crib and you see like our food stock up, you're like, like do you guys eat? Yeah, What's no the? What here. do you spend money on? Um, we got veggies. We be we be saying like it's a hit or miss because some days when we do food shopping, it's like the fridge is is packed, uh-huh. but then the pantry is just like, well, damn, we don't got no dry food, and then like the pantry be jumping, and then the fridge isn't, but. I don't know. We kind of buy a lot of the same things, which is usually meat and like dry food. But I think one of the things I mentioned the last time too was that when we have food, we don't have snacks. And when we have snacks, we don't have food. Yeah. But it's okay. At the end of the day, it's it's worth the extra couple dollars sometimes. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, you can't get crazy with it. You know, we both have the card. Just got to be like aware of like how much money we're spending and like if we go to like sometimes when we take the dog to get a haircut we're like oh we'll just use this card mm-hmm. not knowing like did we even budget for them to get a haircut this month yeah. you know little things but we usually put the same amount every two weeks um so that's a tip that you can use um but one point i wanted to talk about is like i know there's couples who have like joint accounts and i'm like you gotta have money for that because, like, I feel like for that, it's like you trust your partner enough where they could spend $200 on a Target trip and it doesn't affect the account, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then they're using that account for other things and for their own expenses, for their own bills. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't think it's, like, it's I mean, scary. obviously you have to <laughs> trust your partner enough to be like, okay, you're going to spend wisely. But sometimes I don't even trust myself. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't think that, like... I think having like your separate accounts and your shared account is necessary mm-hmm. because our shared account is essentially for our bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a good job not spending it. Like if we're going to do anything extra, we'll spend our own money. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Cause like you said, it's all about the budgeting. But I think if we, if we applied more to that account, we would use it when doing together things yeah. anyway. But I think like, in a situation like that, it's like you don't, it's, you do have to trust your partner in a sense of, are we on the same type of spending habit? Yeah, but like, do you think we're on the same page when it comes to spending habits? No. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that. Why? You, you think do- I'm a spender? No, I think if you know you got it, you're going to spend it. I mean, okay, this, gonna- is, this is where I disagree because I, oh, I've been getting better at it. Mm-hmm. But I am a big... I don't think you're horrible at it. I'm a big Amazon shopper. Super. There's an Amazon box here every day. Listen, they be coming in clutch. 
They be coming in same She'd day. She like, it comes today, I'm getting it. Same day. As long as they all say same day, she's getting it. I'm like, same day. She don't day. need it. Like, I don't need to go somewhere. Like, I don't need to drive. It could just come to me. And like, if you are for Amazon, I apologize. I know y'all be working hard. I'm at the point where I don't even know what to look up on Amazon. So I haven't really been buying on Amazon. Like, I don't even go on it anymore. Amazon got it all. They got clothes. But, but I'm to the point where I don't, I don't, I, that's like, good. That's how, right. I'm just like, I don't even know what I need. Like, so I'm not going to spend money. If yeah. anything, I think I spend money more on eating you because I like to know. eat. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I want a snack or like, I want to, yeah. I want to, you know, I don't know. But, and then clothes is usually my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm always down to buy clothes, but. Other than that, I'm for experiences. So same. We, we want to go are. eat. We want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I have times where I want to spend big, and then there's times where I'm like, nah, nah. Let me just put this in the bill account because that that's really all I got money for. Pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go to the next question. All right. So someone also asked. Wait. Hold- is this the same person? Mm-hmm. They're all the same. I forgot. There's I want to give a shout out to the person who's asking these. I don't know how to say Takira, it. Takira. Takira. I think I'm so. hoping that that's right. Yeah. All right. So the other question that they asked was partners who won't let you dress how you want and signs of manipulation in that. So we talked a little bit about this in the episode with Kealo Hilani, episode 40, Queen of the Switch Up, where... Literally, she talks about how, like, she's dated people who have met her and has seen her dress, like, more feminine. And then when she switches up, when she switches up and dresses more masculine, they have a problem with that. It's their preference, whatever you Corny. call it. I like me a, a little switch up. Uh-huh. I think, it, you know, obviously it depends in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only say it depends because, like, if I really fuck with you and... Obviously, I'm attracted to you. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I like that, too. And I'm not, you know, I think we're all guilty to an extent to be attracted to a certain presentation of a person, um, you know, where you just like a little bit more of this than that. But mm-hmm. all in all, I don't really give a fuck. But even me, I, I think I've been in situations where people are like, mm. or even like myself, where I feel like she's. Kealo Hunani mentioned it in that episode where it was just like it becomes a self battle too of which which way you want to present more if it's feminine or masculine because now we have to think about what people think and what we want to attract so we have to be the opposite of what we want to present ourselves to attract what we want you know it's just a lot mm-hmm. um all in all I think like just be comfortable with how you want to look. And if you're pulling it off, fucking do it because you're going to find people who love that shit. I like it. I really used to be weird about it at first. I think more so when I st- like when I was dating studs, I was like, oh, I got to be a little bit more feminine. Uh-huh. Um, and while it was easy for me eventually to do because I got comfortable with that femininity, I think I still was just like, don't get it fucked up. Like, I'll still come out here and, you know, thug it out real quick because I can. Mm-hmm. And the ones who really liked you liked it. I, I didn't have problem with the studs. They fucked mm-hmm. with it. They were just like, eh, I don't think I'm. And then they're like, all right, whatever. You got it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So I think you just have to, like, not care about what people are going to think and say. 
you know, however you're feeling, present how you're feeling or what, you know, it, it don't matter. Yeah. I guess what I don't understand about it is like when you meet someone who can be masculine and like feminine and, you know, wears the dresses, but then wears the sneakers, all of that, their personality is still the same mm-hmm. regardless of what they're wearing. Like, that's what I've noticed with everyone who could do the switch up. It's like, you're still the same. Like, you act the same. They'll be masked and still be super, like, girly. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's the But drama? that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, is it the is it the presentation part of it? Like, oh, it's it the is. fact that you look feminine, mm-hmm. but then your personality has that sense of, like, masculine energy. So is it that they look a certain way or is it that you just can't kick it with that masculine or feminine personality that they that they hold you know or it's like do you care about what people think that too i think that a lot too it's like they care about what other people think which now it's already bad enough that you have to care about what they think but now they like no it's doing too much much. it's too much i mean honestly people who could switch up i'm hating because i feel like i i can't do that i'm very feminine like i feel like even when i'm wearing something bummy i wouldn't say that i look mask i'm just bummy and i i don't know i can't really rock it with the hats and shit like it's just not <laughs> no i've tried you, you could ask her and then i literally just don't like how it looks i'm yeah, like oh I my god my head like, looks crazy big i don't think that your head looks big but i think like you kind of <laughs> naturally have that like sense of femininity like i i think in my time i tried to be like oh i, I could pull that off i honestly I always, i've said this before but i guess i feel more confident and feel like i could pull more things off when i'm a little thinner than than i am because i'm a thickums not that thick but you know um so i think like that plays a part and i'd be like damn i could never wear that and that look as girly as i want it or i can't wear that and that looks like semi mask femme than i want it but i learned that it's just really all on the type of clothing yeah that'll go right with your body type mm-hmm. but whatever yeah all right the next question they asked is interracial dating if either of you have have had this experience um so we had this episode with brenna that a lot of people liked and it's called interracial dating and like Brenna had some experience with it. So we had her on and we talked a little bit about it, talked a little bit about our experience. And it was a good episode. I think we need to bring her back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the next shout out going to go to it's a Myers thing. Um, the first question they asked is being love, being love bombed by your partner that isn't ready to come in. I don't know. I don't feel like I've been in a position where maybe I've I've been love bombed and I'm not ready to commit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've been in, like I've experienced where they're like coming crazy and then they're like, no, no, no. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't have the experience of being love bombed where they weren't ready to commit. But I feel like I have been nice. I wouldn't call it love <laughs> nice. bomb. I wouldn't call it love bomb. And I wasn't ready to commit. It was just like, like, I don't know what people might think of it, but it's like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't see you as like someone that I would seriously be in a relationship with, but I'm not an asshole as to like, let's say it's your birthday 
I'll buy you something. I'll buy nothing crazy. Like I'm not gonna spend hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Buy you flowers. Get you a little cupcake. Like it's like I wouldn't consider that as love bomb. I feel like if we're texting constantly, I see you here and there. I think it's just like a nice thing to do. And I don't expect nothing out of it, you know? So I feel like it depends. But usually love bomb is like when someone like exaggerates and like buys you like expensive things and like does a little bit too much, tries to impress you like OD in like the first week. Um, And it could be like a lot. Or it could be like, oh, wow, I've never experienced this before. So you're like on this high, which I've experienced as well. I mean, and that and that goes into the next question that they asked, which was um, why do partners feel the need to overspend on, their, you know, whoever they're dating fresh in the beginning? Um, and I can honestly say that I like gift giving, you know. Um, I like to, you know, get you a gift knowing that it, it may make your day or like some way it correlates to maybe something you know a bond that we've created or an insider we may have you know I like to be remembered Mm -hmm. so you know I do that obviously Mm -hmm. not I do that like I do it because I like it um it's a good feeling and you know obviously I know it's gonna make someone happy but at the same time I think it's like you're gonna remember me for that um but I think like is that what's considered love bombing love bombing i'm telling you like love bombing is i talked about in one episode where like someone i was dating got me like airpods Mm -hmm. like the first week someone else i was dating gave me like um an apple watch those things are expensive maybe Mm -hmm. they're not expensive to them but i knew that it was like that's like a really expensive gift that you don't give to someone unless you're like in a relationship with or something like that they're really trying to catch you yeah or like they take you like on some crazy like helicopter ride like it's like they're they're doing a lot which you don't gotta do all that to like impress somebody like you don't have to do all that and honestly i would be concerned like, if someone was to tell me, like, if a friend was to tell me, oh, my God, like, this was a date and blah, 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 and they were all this high, I would be a little, like, cautious. Like, you got to be careful because sometimes people who do that end up being, like, a completely different person. Mm-hmm. It's all the, yeah. the glam and stuff at the beginning. And then once you're, like, in it with them and commit, it's just, like, a flip to them. Yeah, it's, like, some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, I, I think all in all, though, I've, I've done more, like... I do gift giving, but it's not like exaggerated yeah, like over like right. I just bought you damn near a car. Um, but I think I also like to do experiences. So I'm like, let's go out, you know, plan dates, shit like that. I like Yeah, but you're that. not gonna take someone on a helicopter ride on the first nah, date. That's nah. like an anniversary type of thing. Birthdays, you know, like big things. I mean, if you got the money, do who the it, fuck right? are we? I think at one point <laughs> That's like I, celebrity shit. I think at one point I did find myself in it in a time frame where like whoever i was dating at the time i just wanted someone to have these experiences with Mm -hmm. so i think like when you are dating someone in that time where you're just like let me do all these things that i don't know if i'm ever gonna do with someone Mm. i'm you know you kind of take advantage of like the person you're with then and you're like yeah maybe i do want to take this helicopter ride because when else am i gonna do it mm-hmm. who else am i gonna do it with well, who took you on a helicopter i have not been oh, lucky I'm enough to be on a helicopter ride okay um you know i'm not as fortunate as you but listen i'm not I, as gifted I t- as you i took my sister mm-hmm. so i gifted it to her okay this is why i'm the favorite 
But to answer the exact questions, why do partners feel the need to overspend when you fresh out the gate? I think we just be excited. Mm -hmm. Like, like let's say it's not like love bombing. Like, let's say you're you're just taking them to a fancy dinner or you're like buying them expensive flowers. Like, I think that we just get excited. I I would say that like even with us talked about it before where I was like, oh, I think we did a lot of spending when we first started dating. We did, but I was super gassed. And I wasn't gassed because I'm like, oh my God. Like, I think for me, it was like, I'm finally in a position and with a person that I want to be with. Mm -hmm. So it meant more to me. And I wasn't, even with her, like I wasn't like out here buying the most expensive gifts. I was, I was buying her like meaningful shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, not that expensive. I'm not going to say it was cheap, but it was like meaningful things Mm -hmm. that to me like meant something. And I was just like, you know, I want you to have that. Yeah. Remember like our times in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I agree. I think it's excitement, Mm -hmm. but I really wanted that. (laughs) Um, The other question is partners that aren't ready to commit but want to meet their friends they want you to meet their friends and do things for you see see that's that's weird so okay she loved to say that i have a story um okay so i was talking to this girl and like i wasn't trying to take her serious i i did not really want to meet their friends because i knew that i wasn't taking them serious they also knew that but for some reason they still wanted me to be around their friends and I was just like, ooh, like I don't know about that. Because mm-hmm. now, now like I'm meeting friends, I'm meeting family, that then you're too involved. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for someone who's not ready to commit and you want to meet their friends, I don't know. Well, like wh- why? But did she ever meet your friends? Once because it, my roommate. Because it was my roommate. <laughs> I don't know. I think everybody's, you know, idea of how important and, um, like, serious of a interaction that is, is different. Because I think for me, not all my friends have, like, not all the people that I've dated or, like, we're talking to met all my friends. They knew of my friends and like, you know, or maybe in face FaceTime was like a hey. Um, but there have been a few that have met my friends on like a once or twice occasion. But I think and it was why and how? I think it was more so of like a well, there's an outing, we're going out the party and if uh, you wanna come, come. Oh like a party? Yeah, like, like on some lit shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. Like it really just depends on like what I think for for me, it was always like, oh, if you're going to meet him, we're going to meet like on some fun going out shit. Mm. You know, it was never like a let's have a intimate one on one meeting and talk about da da da. Even though my friends are good for scolding people, because why not? Um, but yeah, I think it, it really just depends on people's, you know, idea of how important that is. But I'm very like, um, how do you call it? Like, I'm very private when it comes to someone I'm dating and then meeting my friends and my family. You're not meeting them until we're, like, serious. Because why? 
But we talked about this before. It was different for me because I didn't live with my family. Mm -hmm. So it's like you never have to meet them unless I invite you to a family occasion. Um, so, yeah. The other question they ask is talking to other people while also figuring out your dating goals with the person you're talking to. Well, this is a little confusing. So you're basically dating. Yeah. I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> I mean, how I'm taking it is just mm -hmm. trying to figure out what, what, what you do want? you want out of this yeah. dating thing, you know? What do you want from a person? What are you looking for in a person or from people that you're... While you're know? dating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would take it. I feel like it's easy to know what you don't want rather than what you do want. So as you're dating these people... And red flags start popping up. That you gotta mark that shit down in your head. Like this is definitely not what I want. But I don't think that people go in it to with the idea of this is what I don't want. Unless mm -hmm. you've been in a I relationship know. and realized, right? Like, mm, mm -hmm. That's a little too familiar. That's a little too close for comfort. Mm -hmm. Or that is, I I like recognize that as a red flag. Um, most people I don't think go into it like mm, that's what I don't want. Of course not. I think they're attracted to go, them first. People right. People are like, okay, what do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I want? What am I attracted to? And then that's when the whole like, okay, I don't know how I feel about that yet, but we'll see. Like you know, and that I think that's where the toleration comes in as well of like yeah. all right maybe that i don't see that as a red flag now mm -hmm. i'll question that later type shit it's a yellow flag until it's and a red flag in the last episode we answered a family meeting question and she does the like mini edits and i swear she'd be making me look like i'm a cunt bucket no i don't because because I'm i try to make them the, in a minute in as short the, as possible a minute or less i am all for the uh like you know what's that how you say that the you're controversial for, okay. bullshit uh -huh. um because me and her do agree to disagree and that it that is what it is and it's solely based on our experience and i feel like i have been in experiences where yeah sometimes you know you kind of took some shit before you've been a sucker before you know and to her she's just never been in a position where she's been a sucker i guess you know her experience of love is different and that's fine but I just be trying to gray area it because, again, for me, not everything is black and white. And I think that, you know, regardless of whether or not you've been a sucker, people's, you know, experiences are valid. You know, if people want to give second chances, they're going to give a second chance. And that's fine. I'm not saying you have to give a second chance every time. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, we've all been a sucker once. Mm -hmm. And that is what it is. Yeah. But for those who didn't see the video, basically in the video, the girl said that her girlfriend had cheated on her on the first week of them dating. Mm -hmm. And then she gave her another chance. Mm -hmm. And Jojo was like, oh, I would have given her another chance. I said, I understand it. I didn't say I would give her another chance. I said, I understood it. And I kind of like, like I, you know, I've been in an experience where I've thought about giving you know what it is another chance. Do you do you? Feel, I'm a benefit of the doubt kind of gal. Do you be feeling like? Do you be feeling like bad for these cheaters? Like, what is it? I don't feel bad for for like. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> like when we be chatting about it here, 
Yeah, like do you be no, feeling bad? No, because I feel like I don't think it's not. I feel bad for the cheaters. Like if somebody has shitty intentions of being a shitty person while being in a relationship, all right, mm-hmm. I I see that. Like I've experienced it. Great, like my parents had their shit. You know, I've experienced cheaters, and mm-hmm. not all of them are pieces of shit. You know, I do think that some people fuck up. Yeah, and all, it took that fuck up for them to be like, oh, all right, like. I'll never do that again. Yeah. Like, you know, people make mistakes. I believe in that. And I and I do believe in giving I, people the benefit I of the doubt until you fuck when it up. You're like when you're young. No. I don't know how old these people are that are sending in the submissions because mm-hmm. I didn't look at it, even though we did start asking for people's age. But I feel like in our old age, we're almost 30. If it like no, I feel like old age this and that you should know better, but big big age. I just feel like sometimes it's like, is this the first time or are you just a cheater? Because I, I, but I, I don't know. When I read these questions, like I feel like we're never gonna know who said it. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna know the outcome unless they really tell us the outcome and follow up. But I it's like that's why I, I answer it, it how I would answer it with my friends, and I and I'd be really like straightforward with them. Like, please God, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't try to make you look. Be ready. Snip, oh, snap. Low. I don't try to make you look bad. I mean, can't make me look bad. Mm-mm. That's true. <laughs> All right, so that was it. Again, shout out to it's a Myers thing. All right, so since this episode is full of questions anyway, <laughs> we're gonna finish off with our family meeting. A special girl that I've been talking to for six months said she wanted to be friends after everything. We've been acting like a couple, and she said she wasn't ready for a relationship yet because she has a lot of healing and mental health stuff going on, and she doesn't want to hurt me. Told her I'm willing to go through it, but she said she wouldn't want to mess that up. I don't want to lose her. I love her, and she loves me too. I want to date her in the future. I'm moving in... I'm moving in two months and she's afraid of long distance. Told her I would try being friends for now because I don't think there's any girl out there like her for me. There truly is no one like her. I don't mind waiting. What should I do? I feel like um, people always feel like they're not going to find somebody else. I've even thought Things like that from, like, people that I talked to before. Like, oh, I'm never going to find somebody. There's just, like, no way. But you are going to find somebody. But the other thing is that you have to, like, believe people when they tell you things. Like, if they just want to be friends, you cannot change their mind. Maybe they don't feel the same way. Like, I mean, long distance really isn't for everybody. I did it once, and I don't recommend it. (laughs) No. I mean, lesbians do this shit, so for them, maybe it's possible, but, yeah. I don't think that, I mean, I've never been a fan of long distance. I was willing to try, Um, but I think as, I think lesbians make it possible only because we know how to have, not know how to have, but, like, our, like, bond and connection just be Mm -hmm. so, like, tight that you know Mm -hmm. as much as we want the physicality of it we don't it's not like the most essential part you know right i think that that's why you know it's possible to do long distance Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think sometimes not that you know some of what she's telling you may be like legit and some may be excuses but 
you know, I feel like when people throw a lot of shit at you that I need to do this, I need to take care of that, I need to... Yeah, it's like enough with the excuses, please. Yeah. Just say that you don't want me. Right. <laughs> like, just be, you know, cut and clear. Be real. Don't beat around a bush and then be mad because I'm still lingering around. Because I'm willing to wait, you know, because I'm willing to be that yeah. person because I know that I want to be with you. Um, all in all, I think, you know, don't put yourself in a position where you're just like, I'm legit waiting. I think, you know, go on about taking care of yourself, you know, get into whatever you're going to get into. Mm -hmm. If you're not in a space where you want to date right now because, you know, you're still in in it with your feelings for this person, that's fine. Um, but I don't think... You should literally be sitting there like, hey, I'm still waiting for you. Hey, let me know when you're ready. I did that in my young in my young days. Mm. I did that in high school. I had some girl, like my freshman year. I think it was like my first real like girl mm -hmm. that I was like, I like. Mm -hmm. Um and I think like my sophomore year, I was like, still waiting. Mm -hmm. Like, still wait. When you gonna love me? Like, what's up? I'm here. Like and she's like, mm -hmm. and she had a girlfriend like every time. And then I called her oh, one time Lord. where she finally didn't have a girlfriend. And I was like, that, like, I think it's my chance. And she ended up with another girl. Right? Like, not even, I ain't even have enough time to get in. I was like, damn. And I wasn't, that, you know, I was shy back then. Uh -huh. So I wasn't really like a go-getter. Uh -huh. I was I was plotting. Uh -huh. And then I got beat out. Tragic. So, But it was for the best, uh -huh. actually. That's good. Yeah. So... See? I wouldn't say, you know, sit on your hands and knees and literally wait. Um, you got to live your life. Yeah, do your thing. And if, if she comes back and it, it's your time, then it's your time. Mm -hmm. But there would definitely be somebody else out there for you. For sure. Oh, I hate when it does that. Question number dos. Me and this person have been talking for about six months. We met through TikTok. Ooh. Ooh. That's how we met. <laughs> a month later we ended up on the topic of exes they start telling me about their ex who passed away a year ago and how they will always love them which i understood but later down the line i noticed they posted old pictures and videos about how they missed their ex and would post pictures or little references on instagram about the dead ex they constantly talk about them, and it makes me uncomfortable. I understand grief is hard, and it takes time to heal. So my question is, how do I continue to grow with this person when I always feel like I'm I'm a second choice to their dead ex? Wow. Yikes. This got crazy deep. Yeah. <clears throat> I've only really lost one person that was like a tragedy to me i was depressed didn't get over it still not over it i can obviously talk about it um but i don't know what it's like to lose somebody that you were dating that's a hurt piece that is crazy uh, i i i'd be fucked up i mean mm I'd probably be that person. What? Posting pictures? <laughs> I'd probably be that person like, damn, yeah, I knock out wood. You. Where's like, the wood? Where's the wood? God oh, bless. Lord. Don't go nowhere, babe. Lord. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to say that your feelings are invalid because at the end of the day, that was someone to them. You know, that was 
their prior partner. So it kind of like leads into that um, doubt or insecurity of like, well, if that person was still here, I wouldn't be. Um, But again, I think people's grief processes are hard and are different. Um, So, oh, that's hard. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I mean, their ex passed away a year ago. So I feel like fresh. Yeah. I honestly feel like if I were in this situation, I wouldn't even be in a relationship. No. Yeah. I I mean, that's just me. I'm not saying she's wrong. No, I'm saying like, I feel like, well, she said they've been, they said they've been talking for six months, six months. Um, but if I honestly think that if I were in this situation, I would leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Because a year ago is it's really not that long ago. It's really not that long ago. So like it's normal for them to feel this way. And they have to understand where you're coming from. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you need more time to grieve and work on like your mental health and all of that. Um and I low-key feel like maybe they're dating to be distracted, but they're not. Yeah. It's not this is just not gonna go away, you know? Yeah. So all in all, if it's not yeah. if it's not for you and like you said, you feel like you really are on like that second half and not really prioritized, then you have to put yourself first and figure out if that's something you wanna be second to. I mean, it's it's not invalid if that's you know how you feel. You could tell me you'll wait for them. <laughs> Stop. It's Nothing true. Nothing is promised. That's true. That's it for our episode today, y'all. I hope you liked it, loved it, hated it, whatever you want to do with this. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll try to answer the questions maybe in another episode or maybe in our stories we'll keep you guys updated but thank you so much for your input if you guys do have any other questions or topics leave them in the comments on youtube instagram whatever dm us anything and we'll add it to the list thank you so much for listening don't forget to like share subscribe bye